evening and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. <laughs> yes, we are halfway through the week, ready for the weekend. Are you ready for the weekend? Oh, my God. You have no yes. idea. <laughs> yes, yes, ready for the weekend. Anyway, you guys are tuned into the In the Thick podcast and talk show. This is your girl, Heather, and I have the beautiful T on the line. Hello, T. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I, can't. I can't with that southern accent. Yeah, you know, it takes in when I'm a little sleepy. So. Right, right. Anyway, we hope you guys are doing really great tonight in this mini monsoon. It is a mini monsoon out. It's like Legit. flooding and like it's lightning and there's some thunder out there. This is like great sleeping weather. Oh, Sleeping or other activity, but I digress. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, now. Hey. And she, and she got a new candle today, so. <laughs> anyway, we are going to jump right into the show. And you guys are in for a treat because we recorded our first live podcast this past Sunday. Yay. And it is being prepared to be distributed hopefully tomorrow, I'm thinking. Yay. So you guys will get to see us live and in color, right? Yeah. All yes, the yes, yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. All the Boom. thickness See what on I the in the <laughs> right on the in the because it's ethnic thick. Right. <laughs> All right. So we are going to jump right into our podcast tonight, and I want to start with the BET Awards. Okay. Okay. Now, see what was your highlight of the BET Awards? So, you know, it absolutely was Mary. And on my shameful um, other music plug, I did enjoy the baby. (laughs) But Mary J. Blige was definitely the highlight. Yes, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think that everyone can uh, agree to that because of we, we grew up with Mary, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. We grew up with Mary, and I think that with the four one one Mary, absolutely, exactly, exactly, the original Mary J. Blige. Okay, mm-hmm. and she all always has a song that's going to get each and every one of us. No matter what Ooh. you're going through at a period of your life, you can identify with at least one of Mary's songs. Am I right? Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, yes, yes. and this. BET Awards was hosted by Regina Hall, and Regina Hall is like Benjamin Button, literally. Okay, <laughs> she is forty-eight years old, forty-seven or forty-eight years old. Looks mm. amazing, and this is yes. not just because she works out. She's probably staying out of people's business, mm. drinking water, and staying Say that. moisturized. Right? That, yes. That's exactly what she's doing. She's not stressed. She can't. She can't mm-hmm. be. She can't exactly. be not not, not look looking as like good that. As this. That's what I'm right. saying. And then you had her and Taraji on the stage mm. with the group EU doing the butt. That was so funny. Yeah, Taraji's the same way. <laughs> she looked. She looked absolutely amazing. How old is Taraji? Okay. Do we know? They're the same age. The same, right? Okay. They're the they're wow. the same age. Yes, they are mm. the same age. I will tell you that my highlight of the BET Awards had something to do with Mary. Okay. As I clear my throat. <clears> throat> right. <sighs> We're gonna talk about Method Man real quick. So 
So Method Man Ooh, was actually geez. the highlight. I think this was everybody's highlight of the BET Awards, not only because he is a good-looking black man, right? Oh, yeah. But Clifford Smith, born March 2nd, 1971. <laughs> he came with the government name. I t- that is his name. And actually his middle initial is M. Oh, we God, grew up with him I as well. That. Yes, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. So um, I think that he was the highlight just because of how he brought it. And this was like old method man, like we remember him to be. And then the fact that on the red red carpet, what did he have on? He donned his suit, right? Yes, God. Well, I believe you posted something about that today. Absolutely, I I did. Because my thing is is that, you know, I'm a – 200,000% hip-hop fan. So, you know, my thing is I've seen Method Man wearing Tims and sneakers and with the Wu-Tang Clan and his solo project and, you know, everything else. So, you know, that's the look that you're used to with him. But when right. he cleans up, honey, when I say he cleans up well, that is the type of versatility that I'm talking about. And that's, totally. I posted that, and the men are going crazy. What do you mean? Anybody can put on a suit. Well, you missed the whole point in what I said. I said what I said, and what I said was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. A number yeah, of times right? They've been taking me there all day today. But variety is, we want variety, too. Y'all want to see us in different outfits, different hairstyles, and y'all like us in sneakers and sometimes in heels and a wedge or whatever like that. We don't want to see y'all in sneakers every day. We don't want to see you in Tim's every day. We like a little variety. Spice it up. Let me get a loafer. Let me get a moccasin or something during the – let me get a boat shoe during the summertime with a smooth button-down and some shorts. Come on, Yachtwell. Right, You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Exactly, exactly. Like, get on up out of here. And no skinny jeans. Can we can we not oh, ever? Can I we just not ever? don't. No, do not. Do not. Yeah. Let that go. Yeah. Let that go. Yeah. No. It's got to so, be another so we, fit. So we can both agree that, that um, Mr. Smith uh, came correct. And I oh, yeah. As, as you're laughing, but I do think that this is something that, you know, people can look at, especially the men. They can look at it and be like, okay. Okay, this this is popping right now. Even though right. a lot of them were in their feelings, a lot of them were in their feelings. But if you sit back and you think about it, then you be like, hmm. Okay, okay, maybe I, I should try there and take exactly. and take the advice. It's okay take to note. take the advice. Right. It's okay to exactly. take the advice. So. So, yeah. But anyway, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. And then I wanted to shed some light on BET as a whole, right? Okay. So BET has been around, I believe this year is going to be the 40th year that BET has been around. And the thing about BET is that this is a network that targets African-American audiences. Right. Okay, targets African-American audiences. And Mm -hmm. the reason why I like BET, and I will say that for a while, BET did get out of hand. To me. To me, it got out of hand. (laughs) Do you mean Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do you mean other drill video? That's what what I'm saying, okay? So I think that we have to to reel it back a little bit. Right, you mm-hmm. had to reel it back, and you had to realize that it really can be a family network. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Now, the good things about BET is that they, again, black owned, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say that the owner, the original owner, Robert Johnson, is from mm-hmm. Illinois. Okay. Oh. But he's a yep. Robert Johnson is from Illinois. He started the network off very, very small. Now he acquired a loan for about fifteen to twenty thousand, and then he got a five hundred thousand dollar investment from a media, a well-known media executive, because he was really intentional about starting the network that was going to be able to cater to his people. Mm, okay. Okay. Yes, yes, which is so fantastic. And I will say that BET has launched a number of networks, a number of networks. We've got BET Hip Hop, BET Gospel. From that came some reality shows. It came Sunday Best. came Mm -hmm. from some sports shows. Uh, Tyler Perry has some stake in BET at this point. Oprah has some stake in BET at this point. What do we remember? Comic View? Video Soul. Oh, my God. The Green Eye, Donnie Simpson, right? Video Vibrations. Oh, my God. Team Summit with my girl, Ananda Lewis. Ananda is so great. I interviewed Ananda about probably about four or five months ago. She's fantastic. We have BET Tonight with Tavis Smiley, BET Nightly News. BET is a great network. I will always support BET. Okay. Always, always, yeah. always. Okay. And I love, again, I can't, I can't say enough because I love my people so much, and I'm always emphasizing the love that I have for black people. Mm-hmm. I love what that network has done for us. If it were not for BET, we would not have the platform, I believe, in music that we do. I agree with you. I mean, because on the other side, there was MTV, you know, and – it was very pick and choosy about what sides and what, you know, genres of our music was played. It was really the crossover groups, let's just call a thing a thing, what it mm-hmm. was. Um, they did have Yo MTV raps, but even that was like the cookie cutter rap music. Um, it wasn't right. down and dirty hip hop or anything like that. So, you know, BET was responsible for Rap City. Rap City was one of my favorites. I don't think I heard what you said. Vibrations just went straight through the videos. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I lost you for us. I lost you for a second. So you were saying, go back to what you were saying about Rap City. Oh, no. I was saying Rap City um, was uh, on BET. Rap City and Tigger's, uh The Basement. So, you know, those were the shows that gave you real hip-hop videos and footage and interviews, not like Yo! MTV Raps, which gave you the cookie-cutter version, you know, of things like that. So I think that BET has done a lot for the hip-hop culture. It's done a lot definitely for the black culture. And I'm I'm rocking with it. You know, at one time they had got a little strange, you know, they, they were kind of out of the loop. But I think, you know, they did the New Edition story, the Bobby Brown story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, they are definitely coming back around and doing full circle. Um, they've got a couple of series and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They've done some documentaries. So I think BET is definitely – I know they Viacom has something to do with them too. I don't know, do, yeah. um, you know, how much, yeah, Viacom has a say. But I like mm-hmm. that they've stuck to the original plan, and that's black folks, entertainment, television. I'm here for it. Absolutely. So I I will add to what you're saying, and I agree with everything that you just brought up. Now, 
there's a um, the original co-founder of BET. Her name's Sheila Johnson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now she said back a few years ago that she was ashamed of what mm-hmm. BET had become. She said, and I quote, "I don't watch it. I suggest to my kids that they don't watch it." She said, "When we started mm-hmm. BET, it was going to be the Ebony Magazine on television." We had public mm-hmm. affairs programming. We had news. She then brought up Teen Summit. Mm-hmm. We had a large variety of programming. But the problem is that then the video revolution started up, and then something started happening, and she didn't like it at all. So and she didn't like uncut? She didn't like the tip drill video? Is that the issue? <laughs> that's what she was saying. She said she didn't like the way that women were being portrayed in these videos. And that's what I had mentioned you know, before, that I kind of – watching it because of the same reason because again and I've mentioned so many times as black people when we do something we do it with so much flair and we just can't be normal about anything we're just not regular people so I think that we got out of control with it and then we noticed Hmm. that people started having these adverse reactions to it Mm -hmm. and I think that we lost some of our supporters honestly Yeah, I think, yeah, I can agree with you on that, but I think that the reasoning behind it is a little bit sketch for me. And I say that because it's not like Uncut was on at 7 p.m., you know what I mean? You had to stay up late to watch it, you know, and stuff like that. And I distinctly remember the warnings, you know, before the show, when they were cut and come back to commercial, another warning. Mm -hmm. But if I remember correctly, I don't think Uncut came on until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. So all of the upset people, I feel like, should have been in bed anyway. But um, <laughs> but I was <laughs> upset. So what are you saying, that I should have been in bed? Is that, is that what you don't stay up late say? either. Because, right. I distinctly, because I distinctly remember some of these videos. And not just the, like, the ones that went all the way to the edge but weren't necessarily, like, uncut worthy. But you know what I'm um, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became sure. a little sure. bit too much. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, it was pretty tame compared to what we see now, but now we don't have to tune in. We just go on our phone. It's all over on social media. So, you know, exactly. I get I get that, you know, and I see why some people would feel a certain particular way, but you got to think about it. Those types of videos and stuff were being made, you know, to live crew and all that type of thing. So you have to, you know, there was an audience there and people watched it, you know, so Uncut ran for a good amount of time, you know, and um, yeah, until somebody just was like, okay, this is enough, you know, but I get it. porn? Okay. Legit. Okay. Well, you know. I mean, because that's pretty much what Because the credit card slide between the cr- Okay. Oh, my God. All right, see, Nelly. See, right. See? See? Yeah. see? Anyway. Anyway. So that brings me to our next topic, which is perfect to discuss because he wants to talk about maxi dress etiquette. <laughs> yeah, so we finally that was a great are segue. Some, I know, right? <laughs> Tip drill, sundress. Right, right. Um, we are finally getting some Chicago summertime shy weather, barely, um, in the midst of this storm we're having right now, but it's okay. So I just kind of wanted to touch on, you know, us and our sundresses and our maxi dresses and things like that. And I just have just two little points, honestly, you know, um, I think that sundresses are good because you can wear them just about anywhere. It's good for whatever size you are, skinny, slim, thick, plus size, BBW, somewhere in between, whatever. They look good. 
no matter what your body style is. I don't care what anybody says. There's a sundress out there for every body type. I do believe that. However, comma, two things that concern me with the sundress. (laughs) One, let's not wear the sundresses that we've been wearing around the house in the winter. Don't bring those out and try to wear those outside the house this summer. We're just going to leave those in the house. Let's not recycle those. That's my only thing. And number two, if you are a little bit more on the other side of the spectrum, meaning you have a little bit extra love, a little bit more cushion for the cushion, a little bit more thick on one side, let's wear the proper undergarments. Now, I know a lot of us try to get a little sassy and not wear any undergarments. Hey, if that's your judge, have at it. No judgment. No judgment here. But when you got a lot of things out of place and, you know, things are um, <laughs> not well covered, you know, okay, and okay. Um, that's just my concern. And lastly, I lied. I have one more. Don't put no baby powder in between your boobs. Let's not oh do my that, gosh. gal. Are we still I doing like, that? Girl, you will be surprised. Like, first of all, it's not that bad. Like, you baby powder – even if you do, rub it in, rub it in. We don't want to see that. Let's not do that. That's all. Well, first got. of all, baby powder <laughs> is is highly toxic and it's very bad right. for you and for the environment. So anyway, I would exactly. hope that nobody would still be doing that. The baby powder on right. the chest that we're not rubbing in, do we still? Now that, you got a lawsuit. Right. That to me. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. That right. to me was always so disgusting. Ma'am, we know you took a bath. Right. Like how we can don't, you just we, rub that in? Like, come on we, now. We don't need to see the effects of your bath. Okay. <laughs> um, right. And I agree with you on the maxi dress thing. Now, now something that you said made me go, hmm is that people are wearing the maxi dresses that they wore around the house in the winter. They're trying to wear them outside. First of all, I didn't know that we wore maxi dresses in the house during the winter. I did not know that. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. I had no idea. I have a few sunglasses that I wear, honestly, year-round. Like, because if I'm going to have something on in the house, I will want to be comfortable so that's the go-to. You know, I don't do pants in the house. Like, all of that, that's a little bit too much coverage for me. Um, so I have, you know, just a little stash of dresses that I wear around the house, you know. And mm-hmm. that's just because mm-hmm. I don't do moo-moos. Like, she's not doing any of that. Um, so, you know, Seriously. just to be around, you know, in the house, I do have a little stash. And I do wear them year-round. I do. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, but yours, but but you're not wearing those that have the cuckerbugs. Oh God, no! The, the lint, they're faded. No, you know the materials no. they're worn. They're not right. You know from no, no. the washer no, and the dryer. You know what I no, mean? Ma'am. It's rough. You know when the material starts getting rough. You're right, it's itchy. No, you're not, we're not wearing that. We're not wearing that. Okay. And ladies, we implore you not to do that. And T is right. If you have, and I'm just going to say it, T, because you were just trying to be so diplomatic and politically correct. That's right. Ladies, (laughs) if you have a lot of belly, and let's not act like it doesn't exist. 
Right. So I don't want anybody getting mad or sending me any hate mail or anything like that. <laughs> but if you have a lot of belly, if you've got a lot of rolls, if you have dimples back there, Ooh. please put on a spank or something. I don't know what brand of undergarment that you wear. Spanks are really cool. Um, you, can wear, you can wear something like that. They're not um, expensive. You can wear, they're not at all. Uh, now they come in like some funky colors because like there's this uh, mm-hmm. sister on Instagram who is now partnering with Sarah Blakely, for, uh, the owner of, oh. of Spanx, to do like artwork on them. So they can be nice. like really funky That's and cute. cool and kind of like right. have some African motif on it. Um, or cute. ladies, you can wear some biker shorts. Mm-hmm. We all know what it is that we're working with. And we don't right. want to be out there offending people. Right. The, the mirror is your friend. If it looks weird before you leave the house, it's going to look ten times more weird after you leave because now right. you're out in public. Now you're tugging and pulling on it all day and carrying mm-hmm. on. You're not comfortable. Now, you know, you got to do weird poses and pictures because now you really are, like, just save yourself the headache. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Let's Absolutely. be comfortable. 2019. Let's be comfortable. Let's do and that. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or have a friend. Where are the real friends at out here? Right, the real where, where friends. Are the real, where the real friends, friends stand up? Right. That will tell you, honey, that's not that's not hitting today. Exactly. Or go take that off. I wouldn't do or, that. You where know, your friends um, at though? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's okay because we all know what our friends look like. Like, we're not fooling Listen. anyone. I just don't exactly. understand. We're not fooling anybody. I don't care how much how much you have to wrap yourself and. <laughs> Stick yourself and, you know, suck your stomach in. You're not fooling anyone. And let's be okay with that. If if we're not willing to work at it to be better or if we choose not to work at it to be better and if we choose to be a little on the thicker side, that's okay. But understand that that's what you are. Exactly. Agree. Totally agree. And we don't want to walk around with our maxi dresses in between our booty cracks either. I'm not trying to make you laugh right now. You can. I'm not trying to make you laugh right now, but isn't that like, to me, to see something like that? Oh, God. I'm just like, how do I see that, but you don't feel that? I've never understood that. Right. (laughs) And don't you just want to go up to people and be like, ma'am? Right. Be like, girl. 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 Right. I'm not coming in as a woman, <laughs> right. but I'm coming in as Definitely a woman. Not. Right. Girl, get your dress together in the back. Come on, pull that That's out. I, know you that. That. I don't You'll want to pull at it for you. Right. I don't want to pull right. at it for you because I don't want to touch you. However, right. I, think, I think right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Or please, can you run down to Target and right. buy something to throw under there? That's all we're saying. I swear. That's it. Nothing major. <laughs> Nothing, it, but you know what? It is major. It it is so major because we know we know that it's gonna happen. And I'm telling you. And I saw this meme online that said, "Women, you can't be out there in a cute maxi dress if your feet or your sandals are dirty. Please Ooh. do not have dirty sandals or the backs of your feet looking like looking like." I can't. Oh my God. 
Let me take it a step further. Those old navy five dollar flip flops, those are not to go with a maxi dress. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. The old navies are uh, after your petty or, you know, you just run into the store. They do not go with any type of maxi dress. I don't care. They don't. I don't care. They don't. <laughs> they don't. There are car shoes. Hey, let me go to the park, shoe, you know, a beach with, shoe. with the kid. Right, a yeah. pool shoe. That's what they, those are. That is not a shoe that goes with anything otherwise. I, I said what I said. Nah. And you're, <laughs> and you're speaking the truth because they will, especially if they're white. We always want to put a white something. Girl. With, if it's dirty white, it's time to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Please. Seriously. And thank you. <laughs> okay. That that was just that that was just our you know actually I I just piggybacked off of, off of what she was saying that was really her topic but I just, you know I just had to say some of the things she she wasn't trying to say because she's so sweet right any anywho anywho so you have something that you want to talk about and before I before you do I just want to say that I am not a reality TV person oh I don't. <laughs> Apparently, I just have no interest in it. I don't watch. I've never seen a Real Housewives of anything. I've never seen not one episode. Most people don't believe me, but I've never seen not one episode of any. I've never seen Love and uh, and Hip Hop. Sorry, Love and Hip Hop. Love and Basketball is actually one of my favorite movies. But I've never seen Love and Hip Hop. I've never seen any Real Housewives. I've never seen any of it. Sadness. So please school us, or school me, start with me, because you're talking to me on the real side chicks of Charlotte. I'm just so mad at the name. I'm mad at the name. First of all, the title is what I was like, this can't be real. So once again, I'm on Instagram, and it comes up on my Explorer page. My my Explorer page is becoming quite interesting. (laughs) I was like, is this real? You know, so I clicked on it. And so they have a whole series. Now, I never came on TV because I guess networks was just like, we're not doing this. This is just too, too much, you know. But they um, had a YouTube series. And so these are <laughs> the real side chicks of North Charlotte, North Carolina. So <laughs> the whole premise, I can only get into honestly, as much as I love reality TV because it's so messy, it's like it's a train wreck, but you got to keep watching um, and, you know, some of it, of course, is scripted. That's obvious, you know, but mostly it's just so terrible and it's so awful. And it's like people are really out here like this. I could only get 15 minutes in. It was a little too much even for my liking. And so I'm not even going to go into the logistics of the show because the title speaks for itself. I think what made me turn it off was, they, the mentality of the women mm-hmm. and their thought process and how they talk to each other and what they think is um, a lick, as they would call it, you know, and stuff like oh. that. Yeah. So I think that's just really what uh, kind of just was like, okay, I can't with this. Like it was just becoming a headache for me. And so, and as I, I can't stress enough, I've watched The Real House twice of everybody, um, the loving hip-hop, basketball-wise, all the wives, all of the black ink, and, you know, any reality show um, with black folks, 
and some others as well. Um, my latest obsession is 90 Day Fiance, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, with uh, that one and Married at First Sight. But anyways, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. the mentality and the thought process. You know, their thought process was like this one girl, she's literally said out of her mouth, which I'm just like, Jesus, where is your mother? I don't want to be the main chick right now because I don't have time to do that. You know, and then another girl was like, well, you know, I'm going to just sit back and reap the benefits of, you know, being this side chick and he can keep paying me. You know, and then another girl was like, well, you know, these men, they ain't about nothing, so we may as well dog them before they dog us. That's the men. None of these girls, like I tried to do a little bit of research, but I couldn't catch um, a lot. But the two girls' information that I got, one girl, her name was Bricks, and one other girl, I forgot her name already, um, they're all less than 30 years old, and this is their mentality. Yeah, so I just was like, this just kind of goes back to some of the other topics and other things that we've been talking about. But it's really sad that these young girls, some of them, and obviously, you know, not all of them, but it just kind of saddens me that some of them think this way, and they think that Mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. Transparent Mm -hmm. moment. I myself have been a side chick by choice. I knew about this, you know, but this was at a time where I was young. You know, I was young. And so it was a very conscious choice, and I had that mentality. Well, you know, let me see what he can do for me. You know, and really it was just, honestly, he wanted a a showpiece, you know, something to tote around because the person at Mm. home wasn't (laughs) the showpiece. (laughs) I'm trying to say it's a nice (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because it's always like that, right? Right, exactly. You know, so very well aware, you know, but after a while, you know, and it, that didn't last long, even though I was younger, it just, I just wasn't cut out to be that, you know, it just, right, it just right. got old, it got old quick, and I was just over it, you know, and everything. So, you know, I've been there, um, but my mentality wasn't that way very long. And I wasn't on the oh, well, you know, all men ain't this. You know, I've never, Mm -hmm. despite my own personal situations, I've never had the mentality all men ain't, you know, ain't Mm -hmm. nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. And it just really, I was like, I I hate that those girls think like that and they're so young. Therapy. You know, all I kept saying was they need to go to therapy because obviously something has happened or they've seen something that have given them that mentality. And they're young enough. Not to say that you got to be young to go to therapy, but they're young enough that that mentality can be shifted into something more, you know, positive. And then I kind of felt like, oh, well, do they really know their self-worth? You know, just so many things started popping into my head. But I was just like, this is actually pretty sad and pathetic. And I see why no networks picked it up, you know? Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that with a show like this, with any of those shows, I always question, again, mm-hmm. not not that I've seen them, but you, you spend enough time online, you'll really learn about pretty much anything. Right. And, you know, knowing some of the characters and whatnot because of their platforms or the platforms that they were trying to have, I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. I always question what was their thought process mm-hmm. before they decided to get out there like that 
What was mm-hmm. your thought process? You know, and there is no amount of money in the world that is going to make me put myself on display in that manner. Right. Agreed. Because I have children. <laughs> right. And Lee, two Leo girls and at that. Mm-hmm. Hi, Leo. Leo, Leo, right. Um, right. I have I have two girls. Right. And so what would I look like? Hmm being a part of something like that. And then you know the deeper you get, the more money comes, the more you have to compromise. Yes, yes. And people talk That's about that, like with Mona Scott, you know, she's over the Love and Hip Hop franchise. A lot of people that have left that show say they feel like Mona just wanted them to just be ridiculous, and at some point they had to pull out, like, you know. So I agree with you on that. that. Because mm-hmm. I, I think the most recent one for me that I read was Princess Love. It was like yep. she was not going back. Now, this girl, you know, has her family. Yeah. Married to Ray baby. She has a beautiful Melanie, I believe her name oh, is. Yes, and she's, she's adorable. So and she, I, I believe she posted it somewhere. She posted some, yeah, she some did. Of, something that she wrote saying that, you know, it was a nice run, but she had to back out. And a couple of right. them even recently were saying the same thing, like they just can't yep. do it anymore. Um, yeah. And it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And then to put it's yourself really on display like that. Now, yeah. speaking to this real side chicks of Charlotte, um, whatever they're going to do, they're going to do regardless of what, you right. know, regardless of what anybody says. But totally. if you're going to move, you got to move in silence. Hello. Because you're putting yourself out there for everyone to see Everybody. your mentality. Now, I will say that, and I'm not judging anybody. I have no room to judge anyone. But I will say that, like, situations occur. Mm-hmm. And it probably resulted for maybe a couple of them. It resulted in them having to make the decision that they had to make regarding their their relationship status. I'll just put it like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. However, if that's what you're going to do, why do let everybody know that that's what you're doing? Girl, that's the number one thing and the number one problem with everybody in this day and age. There again, you know, even when I was on that situation, that was not something that I went around bragging or boasting about. Only mm-hmm. two friends knew because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're going somewhere, somebody always needs to know where you are, you know, mm-hmm. but it was nothing that I never was that type to feel like, oh, well, yeah, you know, he comes with me because she don't, like, she mm-hmm. was a non-factor, like, honestly, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't anything competitive or anything like that. But I think in this day and age, people feel like that. Like, I know women who have ended up with, have been the side chick and become the main chick, and they feel proud about it. They're brag. They, they brag. Wow. They're boastful wow. about it, no. which I've always been like, you know, and my thing is, is that I don't pass no judgment, but I do firmly believe in you know, karma and things like that. And in my own personal situation, I thought about some things, and I'm like, maybe mm. that might be mm. why my situation didn't work out because, first of all, I was completely out of alignment, number one. But number two, maybe that was just my karma, you know, and, and I had to really deal with that and face that because my thing is, I'm going to tell you something. Now, let, let, me, let me sit up straight when I say this. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sit up straight, too. 
Right, right. <laughs> the thing is, you can move around. Right. You can move around and do what you want, but you have to remember there's always going to be some type of repercussion or consequence for what you do. may not happen today. may not happen tomorrow. It may not be years from now. And it took the adult side of me to really think about that. Like, you know what, T, you've done some SHIT in the past. And, you know, now I was at a particular point where I felt like I wanted everything to line up. And I just believe that was a combination of God, the universe, and karma saying, uh-uh, nope, this ain't for you. And you also got to reap the things that you did in the past. That's just my opinion. Oh, you spoke mm-hmm. a word right there. You did. You know. definitely <laughs> Listeners, I hope each and every one of you guys felt that down in your Shondo. Um, yeah. But, but you, you absolutely spoke a word right there. And I think that when you're in the midst of a situation, mm-hmm. you don't think about the future. You don't think about if it's not obvious to you, if it's not, mm-hmm. if it's not really, really hitting you. And sometimes we create our own peace. Oh, yeah. Because we are so adamant on doing what it is that we want to do. Mm-hmm, we make the mm-hmm. situation so perfect so that we don't even think about the negativity that can come from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Well, I okay. would hope that for each one of these girls, I'm really disappointed again that yeah. they decided to bring this show out. Now I'm happy that it did not get on at any network. I'm happy. Yeah. I don't know if it will remain that way, though. I don't know if it will remain that way. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing because I thought about, you know, Scandal. I was a huge Scandal fan. I I was a Scandal watcher, you know, but that was Olivia Pope was like a glorified side chick. I mean, honestly, that's what she was. But she wasn't, you know, bottom of the bear. Like, they had – their situation was just something that I've never, something like a phenomenon, honestly. <laughs> never seen mm-hmm. anything in the history of the history. I had a little bit of a problem because he was, you know, because <laughs> he was white and he was the president, you know, and here's this black girl, but, you know, that's a whole nother show. Uh, but I, right, I right. still, nevertheless, I was a avid scandal watcher, you know. So y'all ain't Olivia Pope. Not to say that Olivia Pope was a better side chick, but I, retract. I will say she was a better side chick, you know, because mm. even Olivia had a little bit, she would put her foot down like, no, I'm not doing that, you know, and it kind of feels like, did you watch Scandal? You know, I've seen a couple of episodes. Okay. Um, I, I will say that I felt like she. She was in control. Was of the situation. Right? Yes. Cla- classy yes. with it. Like she it was wasn't, a side chick it on wasn't her gutter. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like he was not running the show on no, I mean, there again, not to say, you know, one is, you know, over the other, because at the end of the day, you're still just that, you know, but she at least had, she held the reins on how that entire situation worked. Mm. These girls are kind of just out here winging it, you know, they're embarrassing themselves. Like, it was, it was just a mess. It was just a mess. You know, one now of them. She, Are we still fighting? Yeah, Are we, is that what we do now? Okay. I, could, I would not even get that far, but I know that one okay. of them confronted a wife, you know, because you okay. know how they showed a clip on this is what's going to happen, but, you know, Boy. I couldn't get past. I couldn't. Yeah. So, 
If you're if you're in the wrong in a situation like that, the last thing you need to be doing is confronting anyone. Now, Don't come to nobody say, as a woman. Sit down. See, see, <laughs> we we referenced that already today, but that's very true. Like I I feel like that is so. I, I honestly even feel like if you're the woman in that situation, if you are the wife. Mm-hmm. Or you know, common law girlfriend, because obviously they feel like they have a say too. But, right. <laughs> but if you are, if you if you're just that, then I will say that you probably shouldn't go talk to the other lady either, because things are so dangerous out here, and you don't know what anyone is capable of. And at I'm the end of the say. day, whoever you are married to. No one forced them to do anything. Right. Nobody Agreed. helped them against their will. Right. He was no a one willing participant. Them. Right. right. If, it was, if, it's, if it's a man that. doing it or a woman doing it, like, they are both willing participants. They know exactly Absolutely. what it is that they're doing. They don't right. need anyone reminding them of what it is that they're doing because I'm <laughs> sure they're facing it every day. Exactly. Don't make any phone calls, emails, text messages. Oh Don't do that oh, because you look crazy. Like, you you yes. look crazy because at the end of the day, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. My thing is holler at your mate, spouse, person, significant other. Holler at them. The outside right. person, in my opinion, is, I've used this word a lot today, is a non-factor. That person, that third party is literally just that third party. You need to holler at, you know, whoever you're in your relationship with, mm-hmm. not the third party. The third party is just a dummy on the side, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to fight so. somebody, fight your, fight that person. Beat that person up. I don't know. You know, <laughs> but don't go running after these. Like I hate to see a woman running after the other woman to try to fight her. Now, why do you want to fight her? Why do you want to break a nail and go through all of that with her? But what? First of all, she may not have even known. But even if she did know, oh, girl, don't be going to break your nails fighting no girl over somebody. Seriously. <laughs> or and you don't know you don't know what that other woman is capable of. I mean, if she takes taekwondo, or if she <laughs> if she's strapped, like you don't right literally because in this day and age, run up, you get done up. You know, you know what <laughs> I, I mean. She got her. Con- that's what I'm saying. Can we not do this? Right, and everything. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to be on World Star Hip Hop. That, that's not. That's not what I want from my. It's not a goal. You know. Not a hashtag. That, that's, goal. that's what I mean. And everybody's out there with a phone recording things. Because you understand? I, because I record things when I see them that I'm interested in. So. I will stop in the middle of a conversation if I think something is going on. I'll be like, wait. And really? figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me, mm-hmm. let me see. Oh, I'm real good about that. <laughs> you Girl. have to get real quiet so you can pay attention. Exactly. exactly. You have to get so real, real quiet. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you got kids you, and stuff. You don't want that type of stuff circulating. So now my kid goes to school Tuesday, you know, and it's a video of her mom acting a fool. You know what I mean? Now my wig has come up. You know, this is all kind of foolishness. I'm not doing that. I'm not. <laughs> What's not, you know, embarrassing the children, embarrassing now. Let's go a little deeper with this because um, there was a well-known pastor earlier this year who um, it was brought out that he was 
having an affair. Now, oh. he said that it was an emotional affair, which I still don't understand what that means. Um, and everyone <laughs> is believing, everyone's believing that it is physical. Okay. So mm. his wife So wait, said, he said it was only emotional, that it never got physical? That's what he said. Is that what he's saying? Oh, that's that's what he's how, saying. How does that happen? But okay. I don't know. I, I don't mm. I I have no idea um what that even means. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing confuses you. Yeah. I it I, it was yeah. a whole lot going around surrounding and what I will say is that I'm not gonna share his name because okay. um he is a man of the cloth. Right. You know. Got it. And I'm not gonna share his name right now. You know, I don't I don't feel led to share his name, but what I will say is that um a, a lot a lot happened around this situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it was even brought out that he could have excuse me, a speculation was brought out that he could have even a child with this woman. No one's oh. ever confirmed nor denied that. Okay. But the wife said Oh Jesus. The wife, the wife said that it was basically the woman's fault and oh. that it was the devil. Wait. I think you broke up because I think I heard you say. <laughs> I didn't break up. God. Because I, I know up. you didn't just say that that lady said, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, no. There's so many things wrong with that statement. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. The accountability, like, oh God, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. Wow. It's 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 really unfortunate, you know. Again, we're all adults, and we're all going to make our decisions on what it is that we want to do, whether these things are good, bad, or ugly. We have to be confident in our decisions, okay? We have to do that as adults. Definitely. But I'm concerned, women, when you take on this, I guess it's it's almost, eh, it is foolish. Mm. You know, when you when you take on this this thing that says, and this woman is telling you, like she is giving this woman detail upon detail. What? Okay, she's giving them detail upon detail. Um, they had known each other for some years. You know, it, it was some other messy things surrounding this again that I won't bring up now. And the wife oh. knew all of this, and she said. That it was not his fault; it was her fault, and it was the devil. I have a problem with that. I have I a problem have with that. We have to start taking personal accountability for some things, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, right. right. And that's what this boils down to, uh, mm-hmm. ma'am. Your person, husband, spouse, whatever, he needs to be accountable. First of all, he shouldn't even be allowing that for her thought process to lead in that direction. And whoever this right. person is that allowed her to think that that was okay, that's not right. 
you know, mm-hmm. my thing is that now what I will say there again, being super transparent in my own personal situation, that person was very accountable. Listen, it wasn't you. It wasn't anybody else. This was a decision that I decided to make, and I'm taking accountability for it. Not that it made the situation any better, you know, but at least it wasn't the pass off or the blame game. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes sure. it does make the situation a little bit better, right? I think yeah. that when you know that that person, not saying, you know, whatever happens next in your relationship, that's, that's between you and that person that you're connected mm-hmm. to. But I do feel like, you know, when that person says, hey, th- this is what happened, this mm-hmm. is what's going on, especially when it's put in your face. You know? Right. And when they say, hey, this is what's happening, this is what's going on. Now, whether mm-hmm. you two decide to work at it, that's one thing. If you two decide to, to sever ties, it's another thing. But mm-hmm. I do feel like when that person takes some accountability, right. not saying that we should give them kudos, but right. hey, you did what you were supposed to do. Exactly, which was not pass the book or not try to do the whole blame game thing. You know, and ultimately, you know, just, you know, <laughs> whole nother show, but, you know, trying to recoup from that is a whole a whole thing. But that's a whole nother show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing you should be doing as a woman is blaming another woman. Like, that is the lowest of low. You're not holding your person accountable, so you're going to push off the blame on the other woman, and then you're going to push off the blame, take it a step further and sound even more stupid because you sound stupid, (laughs) and place the blame on the devil. So your person, Mr. X, had nothing to do with nothing. It was everybody else except for him. I got a problem with that. I think, are you saying that to make yourself feel better? so that you'll still be able to look at him. Maybe it's that kind of thing. Like, well, you know, Mr. X didn't do it, so, you know, I can stay with him because it wasn't his fault. Maybe somewhere in her mind, that's how she had to put it together to make it make sense for her to stay. You see what I'm saying? I think so. I think so. And, again, mm-hmm. if, that, if, if, if you choose to stay afterwards, okay. A broken situation is a broken situation, and it's never going to get fixed until mm. some real changes are unless some real changes are made. That's when that yeah. broken situation gets fixed. Now, it doesn't sometimes. get fixed because uh, sometimes, but you have to make right. a decision, so sometimes and the you have to be willing. Irre- you can't repair it. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, exactly. I think you can be in it to, for the fight and be willing, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just too much, you know? Right, right. And it doesn't get fixed by trying to broadcast your relationship on Facebook, but that's something that Say we that. talked about last week. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't because you're not right. fooling any of us. Um, I don't Definitely think you guys not. are fooling each other. I don't think that you are. Right. <laughs> I think you guys are wasting right. time. Right, pretty much. I think that it's a time waster, and I think that um, at the end of it, the thing that people are going to remember is that weren't they just? (laughs) Didn't they just? You were like, wait a minute, didn't we just see that? No, right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, anyway, um, before we wrap, I do want to mention something. And I know we're running out of time, but uh, our Thinking It Through segment. Now, tonight's Thinking It oh, Through yeah. segment was about friends of different cultures, right? How friends of different of cultures. Absolutely. And, I and, and, 
and it's hard. It's hard um, mm-hmm. sometimes having friends of different cultures. Really? Right? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. I think so. I think so because now I've always, and we grew up pretty much in, in a similar situation, yeah. exposed to different backgrounds and cultures For sure. and, you know, went to good schools and have worked around yep. a, a plethora of, of, of different people. Um, but I think that sometimes it's not difficult for us. It's more difficult for them. I agree. To be friends with us. Mm-hmm. Right? I think so. I think so. So um, I shared with one of our followers, um, their IG name is and she underscore creates. And they do a lot of promoting for people on social media. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so cool. That's so selfless because it takes a lot of time to do um, the promoting that, that they do. Now, what they did was they um, sent out a question on their story for us because, I, again, I had mentioned that that's one of the things we'd be talking about tonight. So they sent mm. out a question, and I'm just going to read some of the responses, okay? Okay. So we have uh, – hold on a second. Let me find, let me find, let me find. Okay. So we have a response. And, again, the question is, how do you deal with friends from other cultures? This mm. particular person, their IG name is at realdeal.nochill, says, I be myself. Oddly enough, they start catering to my culture, which can be weird sometimes. Okay. All right. Then we have the chronicle of she underscore series says that she loves it. She loves friends of different cultures. Okay. She said it gives her a chance to learn about a world that is different from my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. We've got the petty party dot podcast that says learn more about the culture and I know these names. Um, the uh, learn about their culture and embrace it. And I'm not going to read all of them. The last mm. one that I'll read is uh, by Haskins Live, and says you should listen and learn. Mm. Okay. Right. What do you think about those those answers? Um, <laughs> I think that. Whoever the person was that says I, I be myself is the best. <laughs> right. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> right. I like it. You know. I'm going to tag them right. too. <laughs> right. You know, um, because I don't feel like you should, first of all, if we're going to use the F word, um, friends, then you got to take me for exactly who I am. I'm not going to put on a face because you're white or Hispanic or, you know, Asian or any other race. Um, you're going to get all of this um, city fast and southern flair, and you're going to need to like it or you're going to move on. <laughs> so I don't feel like um, now certain things I wouldn't discuss. For example, I wouldn't discuss, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get these bundles with my white girlfriend. Like, I just wouldn't do that, you know. So certain mm-hmm. topics I would stay away from uh, just because, first of all, um, they may not be able to relate, and it opens the door for weird questions and weird situations, you know, which is something that I don't want to be bothered with either. So I'm going to be myself, but I'm going to be more choosy about particular subject matter, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I agree. I think that 
um, sometimes people think that in order to be friends with other people, you have to change your stripes. Yeah. You don't have to do that, you know. Again, like the person said, you have to be yourself. And either they can deal with it or they cannot deal with it. They don't have to because at the end of the day, our people have done enough regarding having to assimilate, right? We've done Mm -hmm. enough regarding having to just go along to get along Mm -hmm. that we shouldn't have to continue to do that. We shouldn't have to just take us as we are. No, you may not touch my hair. Right, right. Do not. Please do not, you know. Please, you know, and and I know some of it's out of ignorance, you know, them just not knowing. But sometimes some of those questions are just like, does that make sense to you? Right, right, exactly. Do you understand how to be around someone who is not your culture? Agree, agree. (laughs) Do you use it as a learning opportunity? I'm not sure... I want my friendship to be a learning opportunity. I mean, if you happen to learn something along the way, for example, mm-hmm. hanging out with my good Irish friend, Jean, found out that monkey bread is amazing. If you mm-hmm. have never had this bread, you need it in your life. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but never heard of it or anything along those lines. So I wouldn't say take it as a learning opportunity. You just pick up things. You know, you learn different right. things. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, it's not okay. a social so, experiment. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. I think <laughs> that, you know, from growing up and having friends that are Latino, right, I was able to learn how to cook similar to, mm-hmm. you know, certain things to put in my Mexican food or how to present it in a way mm-hmm. to look like theirs, right? That's what I've learned from them, you know. Also learning about, um, you know, kolachkis, you know what I mean, you know, Polish mm-hmm. dessert, um, yes. you know. But at, at the same time, I think that while we are picking up things from their culture and trying things, mm-hmm. they have to be more willing to try things from our culture, Ooh. And I'm going to go out here on a limb and say it. I'm going to say it. There. It can't just be the men. Mm. You, can't just, you can't just come into the culture and try the men. Because right. that doesn't mean that you're understanding who we are, how we are, what we deal with. You're not going to be, become one with it because you're not us. But I will say that if you are going to be out here trying the men, understand what it is. Understand mm-hmm. what you're getting into. Ask some right. questions. Yes. Find a sister girl. Ask yes. a sister girl some questions okay. about how to deal right. with that man. That's just, that's just my opinion. And let me take it a step further. When you mm-hmm. adopt these black children, definitely children, not kids, these children, our kids. Mm-hmm. When you adopt mm-hmm. them, we appreciate you. We thank you. But two things. Get you a couple of black people that you can be around to help you with the culture. When Mm -hmm. you adopt our kids, they still need to be exposed to black culture and black Mm -hmm. things. Also find you somebody that knows how to deal with their black hair because it is different, and that's not even me being funny. You know, it's not the same. Textures are different. Products are different. Find somebody to help you with that black child's hair and the culture. That's just it. 
there's a young lady who used to attend the church that I go to, and she mm-hmm. has this non-for-profit called Styles for Kids. Okay. And she's all throughout. She, she's just viral right now. I mean, she's been on Windy City Live. She's, you know, being talked about all over the place. And what she does oh, is, yeah, yeah. African-American hair care, um, for people who have transracial adoptions, mm-hmm. uh, foster parents, uh, the people, the directors who run the group homes, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And she is doing something great because I am tired of our black children when they do get adopted by someone. And most of the time it's a white person who's going to adopt mm-hmm. a black child. The other cultures don't adopt black children. But when the white yeah, people are yeah. adopting, they adopt a black child, and then mm-hmm. they're walking around looking like they're, they stuck their finger in a socket. I'm telling you. Their hair is so dry. They haven't seen moisture. They haven't haven't seen moisture in weeks. They haven't combed the baby's hair out. You know, the baby's hair is matted. It's just, it's not good. Exactly. If you, like you said, if you are going to do this, then understand what it is that you're getting involved in and go ahead and um, take some money, spend some money. Mm-hmm. to learn, either take some classes, or you better hire someone that you can be in that shop every two weeks to make sure their hair is done. Now, if it's a boy, you better find a good barber. Hello. Exactly. Find a, find a good barber. Please do not take him to Fantastic Sam's. <laughs> not Fantastic Sam's. Heard I so open. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anyway, or the fantastic, some fantastic Sam's esque, you know, right. hair salon. Please right. take him to a true barber. Chicago yes, people, a black barber shop. That's what I'm and saying. And if you feel nervous about going, you know, go on Stylesy and find one that's, you know, maybe in your neighborhood or some. Trust me, we're everywhere. We are everywhere tucked into some corners and suburbs and stuff like that, but we're everywhere. You can find someone. There, you don't mm-hmm. have to go to the hood to go to a black um, barbershop or beauty salon. Trust me. Exactly. Get on social media, right? Exactly. If they don't know about style seat, because a lot of them may not, but get on social media. Get on Facebook. Sure. If yeah. you don't know, ask if you don't have black friends, find some black friends on Facebook and ask Exactly. Them. <laughs> ask that them be a group? You, should be you know, Facebook got a million groups. <laughs> seriously, seriously. And yeah. I think that that's going to wrap our show for tonight. Oh, it was so right. lovely. Oh, was that an all like you're sad because you want to keep going because the conversation was so good? This was a good show. I feel it good was. about it. It yeah. was, it was. I am, um, I'm excited. I'm excited about about uh about where this podcast is going. We had a great yes. time tonight. We are missing our uh third partner in crime, but apparently she is under the weather um, mm-hmm. and has taken some uh, pain meds, so she is resting. Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, you can find the In the Thick, the T-H-A is ethnic, uh, podcast Very. on 
on Instagram at inthethick <laughs> underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at inthethick. Our website is www.inthethick.com, and our email address is chat at inthethick.com. As always, if you guys have questions or comments or if you just want to say hello, we are open to that. We love you guys. We wish you guys a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Yes, have a great one, y'all. Bye-bye.